We're live, man. We're back on the air. Good. How you good. feeling? I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm always good. I mean, I... I always got to ask. I know. I just feel like I wish I had a different answer. <laughs> I don't think I mean, you I need to have a different I answer. Don't, I don't. I don't. But it's like, yeah, I'm good. I mean, I'm good. I did hit my head. I was just looking at it before you uh, said something. Today, I... Uh, we were at the mall. At this mall, we were going to get lunch. And it was a little like out outdoor mall called Destin Commons here. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And dude, I I'm feeling a little woozy. Is what the other place I was gonna say. The other thing I was gonna say. So I didn't tell you this, but I saw our back or my wife's at car, her Atlas. It's got uh, you know like you got the you pull the trunk of this SUV. Yeah. And it's not an automatic. I think there's a setting like that like, turned off, and I've just never like taken the time to turn it back on. So you have to manually shut it. Right. And I was just, I got the stroller out for our youngest, um, and which wasn't like, wasn't paying attention, I guess. So I went to slam it down because I don't do anything like gently. And I slammed it down, and you can see where I, oh my, my head. god, you cracked your head open. Yeah, it was pretty, it was, it was bleeding pretty good. Um, it's like, it's scabbed up now. When uh, did you do? When did you do this today? today? Well, I know. Today, I mean, I know yeah. today, but how long ago? Oh, it was like six hours ago. Jeez, so you've probably got a concussion. I'm pretty confident I do. Yeah. Dang, I mean, folks! So Cole's got a concussion. He's working on a podcast, and he's on vacation. The man's an animal. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly, like, legitimately. I de- like I've had concussions before. I think I, I mean, I, it put me on my knees. Like I, I literally, cause I slammed it and I caught my literally, I mean, you gotta hit your head really hard to make it bleed. Yeah. And it like, I mean, dude, I'm talking like my, like my eyes went like, like I lost vision and I, I was like down on a knee. I'm like it, like, it takes a lot for my wife. Cause usually she's like, suck it up, whatever. Like even she was like, are you okay? Like, stay down like what can i get you like she was worried like that's how hard i hit i mean because like i don't i mean it literally put me on put me on my knee like it was bad but then we ended up going to lunch and walking around and shopping and stuff because i wasn't like let it ruin the day but i definitely feel like like i'm just a little bit like woozy that's the right word yeah dude head injuries are no joke yeah, I definitely think I can cuss. I mean, it was like I haven't had something like that happen in a long time. Cause I've had well, I've had concussions before, but well, prayers for a speedy it recovery, was, man. Was, I I can't believe that happened. I mean, I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine. It definitely. Uh, like I feel fine. I mean, dude, I I I don't feel any different. So it's not like I'm like like could I have a concussion? Yeah, yeah. But like, do I have a headache or anything like that? No. Like I feel a little woozy. But... Yeah. I'm a little tired, but I don't think it's anything major. I well, mean, like this is, I didn't need stitches or anything. So we'll, um, we'll find out halfway through the show. Basically, basically, basically I'm a badass. Okay. Like <laughs> well, that's most a, other people. That's a given. Dude, they, they'd have been in the hospital, but me, I'm just like, you know, I'll brush it off. I got blood running out. Not <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. So I'm ready. I'm ready to rock. I'm a little tired, a little boozy, but I, uh, I'm excited to be on here and, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rock it hey i'll pick you up you know that's what i'm here for 
And if you feel like screaming at me halfway through the show, we'll, we'll know that the the concussion is fully kicked in. I think you get moody. It's all the, it's all the, it's all the concussion. <laughs> well, good stuff. Well, not good that you've got a concussion. Well, if I say something, if I say something, if I say something stupid, then I can blame it on that. Like, no, no, it's just because I was concussed. That's like, perfect, that's man. If anything <laughs> sounds bad tonight, yeah. we're blaming it on Cole's feeling a little concussed. And if something Dude. silly comes out of my mouth, yeah. we're still blaming it on the concussion. <laughs> <laughs> well hey that's what that's what i should tell my wife if she gets mad at me like babe i was concussed like i don't remember i'm sorry <laughs> right 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 <laughs> all right let's move let's move let's move into uh let's move into the, what we want to talk about today that's yeah well we are on what episode 24 it's hard to believe so thank you for anyone that continues to join each and every episode and any of our new listeners, thank you very much for joining us on this journey. Cole and I continue to cook up some great content. I do want to make one quick announcement. We have a new partnership with a local company out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Drum roll. It, it is a awesome company run by a former neighbor turned business friend. He's still a friend. Uh, Luke Keefe, Mr. Keefe. The name of the company is Lanta Creative, and they basically make lovely home signs, prints. You can put it up in your office as well. I got something made recently. I'm looking around for it. It might be, oh yeah, hanging up there. Uh, more life inspiration. I got that done by them. Um, so they make some really cool stuff. Go ahead, check them out. If you want some awesome artwork done, they can blow up some family photos. Uh, I mean, anything that you, you want that that's a photo, uh, they'll make it look really good, um, professional. Uh, these guys are great to work with. And if you hurry over to the Atlanta creative website you can enter in lanta 20 exchanges for 20 percent off that's an awesome discount right there so again head over to lanta creative atlanta 20 exchanges to get 20 percent off is lanta creative is atlanta l-a-n-t-a creative.com is that the that's the website right yes thank you i might have botched that so lanta creative.com com is the website and if you use the promo code lanta l-a-n-t-a 20 exchanges you'll get 20 percent off your order that's a heck of a deal that's a, a smoking deal and I, I just want to add to that i know a little bit about uh lanta as we've uh, you know just covered in the partnership with them and have to say like you know they're, they're pretty cool they got a, a pretty awesome like range of of services and capabilities and the neat thing is, is like everybody likes to say they're creative, but Lanta, they do have a lot of really creative minds involved in that, including Luke Keith, which I think will, I mean, they're just an awesome company to partner with. They've got like-minded individuals there and they can do a lot of really cool stuff, whether it's home, you know, photos for your house, whether it's stuff for your wallpaper, whether it's, you know, prints for your office or cool signs, um, they can put a unique, cool little twist on it. So Definitely, uh, definitely excited. Just want to add to that. Excited to be partnering with them. Totally. Shout out once again to to Luke. Thank you uh, for working with us. And again, head over to 
atlantacreative.com and use the promo code ATLANTA20EXCHANGES for 20% off your first order. All right, Colt, shall we jump into uh, some topics? Let's hit, uh, yeah, let's let's focus first on um, one that was on my mind as I'm on on, on, on. I keep saying the word on, whatever. Sometimes it's concussion. When I say the same word. Concussion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a robot on, 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 on. You got to smack me to get me off that <laughs> setting. Um, by the way, okay, so side note, and I know we're supposed to jump into this, but dude, I was at this restaurant called Gulf Coast Burgers. Okay. And we we should do a whole episode or episodes on like automation. Yeah. And robotics. Heck yeah. Because this restaurant, this restaurant didn't have any servers. It had robots Ooh. going around with like drink robots and then they bring your food. So you ordered off of like a QR code and then your drinks were brought to you like on the drink cart and your food was brought to you on a food cart. That's and fascinating. Yeah, dude, it was, it was literally like so, so cool. Say hi to my, there's my wife and, and Blake. Hey, hey, hey. Look at that. Our oh, first so beautiful. appearance. There's a first appearance on uh on, on Blake and Amanda. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> she's getting nervous. Blake's nervous. Oh uh, no, she's not. <laughs> she's stealing the show. Put her back on. We we're tired of seeing you, Cole. <laughs> Love you, babe. Um so no, they, it was just really neat. I had took some videos of it, which I think we could share, you know, share for our guests if they're interested. Like these were, so I, I mean, I, like all I'm getting at is like, it was just, we could do a whole episode about robotics automation. And I think it'd be interesting to get into like some of your thoughts on like what you think about where we're going with that. Cause my thoughts are like, great, this is awesome. But we don't, now we don't have servers. So it asked me to tip 20%. If you know what I mean? I was like, no, I'm going to tip 5%. Dude, I didn't have a real server actually work with me. I got a lot of thoughts. I say we save that for another another I show. Figured, I figured you did. And I, I just had to like mention it so that way I plant the seed for you so don't forget about it. Yeah. Um, no, I love I love that. Planting it was, seeds. It, it was super interesting. So anyway, what I really wanted what you know, and, and this is something we talked about. What I wanted to, and I've been thinking about it is getting into just vacation, right? Yeah. And the the question is or the topic you know, is like taking vacations and why it's so good for you and, and kind of like that whole, you know, piece of like disconnecting Mm -hmm. and finding that space that you need in your life. Because I think, you know, vacation right now, it's with social media and connectivity and access to, information and being able to be reached at all times mm-hmm. i feel like the vacationing vacation is just getting harder and harder and the purpose of a vacation is to is to literally to get that space and i feel like it's becoming harder and harder so just something i want to you know i was you know top of mind for me and i can share some of the stuff i'm going through now or you can kind of jump in hayden um but just talking about like you know why is vacation good? Like why, why, why is it good? When can it be good? And, um, and also why, why do you, you know, why is it critical just to take that time away? Maybe it's not a vacation. Maybe it's a staycation or maybe it's just a weekend where you set your phone down. But why is that like set time so important? Yeah. So I think this is a 
fantastic topic to to dive on into tonight. I'll first start things off with saying I think vacation might mean different things to different people, but as you kind of were alluding to, it doesn't need to be your standard definition of a vacation of, you know, leaving uh, your, your home and, you know, going wherever it might be. It could be simply just taking time away from work or your professional career and spending time doing things that you just enjoy doing that add value to your life and make you happy. Um, something that just deep down in your soul, you, you really enjoy doing. Um, so yeah, there are definitely instances where it's the traditional vacation of, Oh, I get to go down to, let's say Florida or a beach. Um, I get to disconnect. And, And as you said, it's, it's a little bit more challenging because everyone has access to a smartphone these days. And it's so easy to still pull that out and check your emails. And I think a good way to counter that or not get into that behavior of, well, although I'm still away from work or the office and I'm on vacation, it's it's not going to hurt for me to check my emails. For me, I would sign out of my email account. And again, that's not that big of a deal then to try to sign back in, but it's somewhat of a barrier for me not to worry about signing in. And again, this is going to be different for different, you know, people depending on the career or the job that they're in, because there still are instances where you still kind of got to be on just in case, you know, all shit hits the fan. But the point that I'm trying to hit on is it's really important to disconnect, even if it's for maybe 24, 48 hours. I mean, not everyone has the luxury of taking a week long vacation or two weeks, whatever it might be. Sometimes all you need is a day or two just to take a breather, take a step away from what you do, uh, you know, 80% of your, your time and basically just focus your energy on something else because that will help you recharge and mentally come back a better, uh, person, um, both for the company that you're working for or your own company. Um, and just overall, like your, your mental health will improve and I'm speaking from experience and I'm sure you've got some thoughts that you would like to share too, but yeah, it's super important to make sure that you're carving out time throughout the calendar year to not be working because it just adds so much value back into your life. And it helps you again, just take a step back, a breather, reflect on what's most important. And then you feel, you know, pumped up or recharged to get back to work uh, when your vacation is over. So those are my initial thoughts. So I think you're, I think you're spot on. And kind of what, one of the ways I interpreted Hayden, the way you're looking at it and phrasing it uh, and speaking to it is like, it's different for everybody. Like just like anything, Mm -hmm. you're going to, just for you listeners, you're going to keep hearing Hayden and I say that and repeat that over and over and over and over again, because we want to be very clear that we are open and understanding that like life is full of all these different variables. It's relative or it's subjective. Those are my favorite words. We get, we get that and we get that. And so, you're not, you're not going to hear us a, a lot of the time the stuff we're talking about. You're not going to hear us give it a black or white answer. We're going to we're going to share our opinion, understanding that it's and ex, and, and expressing that this is not a one size fits all mentality. Um, so I just I really like that you you hit on that. You know, there's there's different 
needs for everybody and there's different you know ways to go about doing that at the end of the day like that recharge and that reset is is critical it's it's critical because literally when you get to that point you when you are at critical battery like you're related like critical battery power of like a you know like a a rc car or like a vacuum cleaner yep. i mean that thing's gonna die not mm-hmm. not 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 i mean literally dude but that thing's gonna it's gonna crash right right gonna crash and then you're gonna have to then you have to put that on a charger for how much longer if not just replace the battery right you know so i'm using a, a kind of analogy here but i think it, it's just a huge part of our lives and that a lot of the stuff that we are currently have available to us um helps with that and also doesn't and it's kind of like how you use it back about how you use certain things so that i just i agree with that and then i think um kind of one of the ways that i've looked at it I'll share my personal experience, Hayden, recently um, from w- in the way that works for me is uh, a little bit of incorporating that quote unquote me time or recharging time mm-hmm. into my weekly schedule. Heck yeah. So, and that is, and it's like, you hear the whole, like, and I'm, I mean, I've got two kids now. Mm-hmm. I've got this podcast. I've got a full-time job. My daughter's in the horses. I'm married. My wife works. And I'm not saying, oh, I'm so busy. But I am. I'm really busy. And yeah. I'm sitting here saying, to anybody out there that says they're too busy to make that time, you're lying to yourself. You are you are, you are are cheating yourself out of valuable time because you can make it. You just got to make it. It just might not be a three-hour time slot. It might not be an hour time slot. It might be a 25-minute walk. It might be on different days of the week. But, but I digress. My point is is I've started working that, that kind of routine into my week. So that way, a vacation like this, the way I approach this vacation is I, you know, I'm down in Florida, right, with the family. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I want to spend more quality, like more family time. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm here to spend I'm having time with my, my two daughters. And we have some friends we're down here with that have a daughter that's like have two daughters and they're best friends with Ava and we love them to death. So we're, we're hanging out and having a good time. We want to have that quality time. But I also didn't say I'm going to come down here because I, I didn't come down here going, I just really, really, really need a break from life. Mm-hmm. Right. I just really need to reset. I just, I, you know, I have to have it. I'm at that point. I wasn't really at that point for this vacation, but I knew what was good for me. So I haven't set boundaries for this vacation with, with work. I'm not working all day. I'm not checking my email all day. I'm leaving my phone when we go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Now I'm leaving my phone when I'm we're at the pool or we're having dinner and stuff. Right. But I'm not holding. I'm. I'm. You know when I'm like you know when I'm coming from the beach and we're we're all chilling out. I'll check my email. I'll respond to a couple emails. Mm-hmm. I might return a phone call if I have to. You know. So I'm. I'm. I've approached this vacation differently than some of the ones I've done in the past and it's felt like it's worked better for me it's felt like by not putting so much pressure because sometimes you go I need to completely disconnect and then it's like you disconnect so hard that it's like then you're stressing out about going back to work Mm -hmm. and I'm like I don't want to have that I don't want to go back to to get back in town and have all this stuff that I put off when it's you know I'm not putting more on my plate this week but I'm doing just enough. So I don't know. I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump in there real quick. I mean, you've added some really good points. I I think 
the the point that you made around if you completely disconnect, like you're going to add a lot of stress, like worrying about, well, coming back to whatever it might be. And I agree that definitely happens a lot. But I think where great companies stand apart from just good companies is the right management and the right team. And basically you have people that are willing to step up and help you while you're away. So you really can fully disconnect. And again, there's only, you know, certain companies or situations where this works, but then it helps alleviate, you know, that stress of, well, crap, I'm going to have, you know, a thousand emails. I'm going to have to do 10 X times what I'm normally doing just to catch up. Like you got to undig yourself out of, you know, a boatload of work. And what I'm getting at is the great companies will have people that are going to help you while you're gone. So you don't have to get into that type of situation. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you're not going to be as stressed coming back. Stress is always going to be there, but the level of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I get, uh, again, I I think it's interesting how we interpret what each other says too. Yeah. Uh, Because, because I think, I 100% agree with that. And I, and so I guess my, you know, with the, when I, when I say completely disconnect, put everything off, mm-hmm. like there's, the, I mean, I coach my, I'm using me as an example and all the stuff I have going on in my life. So like me disconnect, like I can't really just, like I could, but I'd be disconnecting from like talking with Ava Sports Trainer talking to my soccer team I have coming up, talking with, I, you know, I, I uh, you know, just stuff like that, like family members that need stuff. And when I get back in town, I got another trip coming up. So like disconnect, I don't disconnect from everything, but I think you've got a really good point that, you know, if you're working with the right organization and the ones and the one that truly like cares, they're, they, you know, they've got things in place and you've got team members in place that can pick up your slack so you're not, you don't have to come back to just like you said, like a pile of work that's going to bury you for months. Yeah. I mean, look at us two as the examples of not a one size fits all. I mean, I'm more so focused on like the, the business aspect because that's my primary like responsibility versus you have not only your, your business, you got the podcast, you've got your, your wife, your kids, like you've got a lot more responsibility. So yeah, as you mentioned, you can't completely disconnect from some of those conversations outside of just a work setting. Whereas mine is more so focused on just work. Well, and you can, and again, like you can, and you also get to choose like what you let stress you out to, which is a whole different, whole different topic. I mean, you, you can choose what to let you, like what you get, what to, what, you let stress you out totally like you can sometimes i sit there and i go oh this is really stressful and then i'm like why what is it right is it or another you know so we get on that rabbit hole but you know i think um i think this is this routine for me this this trip has worked very well um it is the first trip i've been on hayden too that you've cracked your head open no yeah (laughs) (laughs) No, I was gonna say the probably the first trip since I was, I mean, a lot eighteen, seventeen. Okay. Uh, this is I haven't had any alcohol. Oh wow! Yeah. On a vacation. Wow. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Like the trip has gone a lot better because I've woken up feeling like a million bucks every day and clear-headed. Right. And I mean, I've I've gone for a couple jogs while we've been here. I've got exercise in. 
Um, well, you're putting your time and energy in, in different places now. It's not like, oh, well, I, I get to right. go drink and now I got to try to figure out a way to manage my hangover. Now you've got all this other time to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So, no, I think, um, I think just that, that, that concept of vacation and getting that time away, it's just, I think it's, I still to this day, I think companies are more and more getting behind it and people are more and more getting behind it. But if you're in an organization or you're with, you know, a company or anybody that says like that shames you for like needing to take time off or wanting to go on a trip, you know, leave. I was just about to say the same exact thing. Leave. It's 2022. You got to find a company that supports you as a human being. You know, you don't want to be tied up in an organization that doesn't value you and you got to be working around the clock. That's just not sustainable. Yeah, if you're if you're nervous to put time off and put in for time off, leave. <laughs> Just leave. I mean, that is not an environment. You, like you know, I, I can't stand when when people like uh, I've worked for companies that are like, you know, you're you're like you're you're conscious about like taking time off. You're like other what are other employees gonna think? It's like that's not the kind of culture you want to be in. So um, I digress. I, I wanted to jump in so I so we don't drag this on too much. But I am on. I am on dinner duty. Here you're on. Today. You're on fumes. Uh, you got a concussion, and you're on dinner duty. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm grilling some steaks tonight. So last night here in Destin, before we go to Disney, Ooh. girls' first time at Disney, which brings up a good, which brings up a good, um, and I, again, we probably don't jump into this more in depth on a later episode. I think we should is patience, um, and I, I think something that's Hayden for me recently. Uh, that's been critical and probably for you too is is having patience practicing patience Mm -hmm. and you know where for me it's like i just think it's such a a such a critical again reason it's a very important part of our lives Mm -hmm. and it's also like uh it's it's a very tricky part of our lives yeah when to know like when when you should have patience when you shouldn't have patience, like what areas require patience, what areas require, like don't require patience. Can you push through? Um, I just think it's, you know, for me recently, just with, with, with our podcast, um, with my job right now and, you know, being married and having a second daughter and dealing with those different relationships, patience has been something I've been praying about and like, like trying to be better about like it's been on my mind a lot lately. So uh, I think it's something I'd like to dive into just get your thoughts on, on the word patience I mean, and practicing it, what it means to you. Yeah. I mean, that's another big topic there. And I think the answer to when is the right time to show a great amount of patience? I think it's situational, you know, there's definitely a lot of nuance and again, there's no one size fits all, uh, response. But yeah, I would say that any great leader or any, uh, human being that's trying to become, uh, just better as a, I'll say a decent amount of patience. Cause we all have a fixed amount of patience. Let's, let's be honest, but the more that you can recognize, uh, you know, situations where, it might kind of upset you, um, such as, you know, you receive an email, 
um, or you send out an email and you're expecting response and you're not getting that in a timely manner. And again, I'm using a business example. Sometimes it's all right to give it, you know, another day or two for someone to respond back. Like not everyone's going to treat your message as top priority, whether or not, you know, in your eyes, it, it truly is a top priority and they need to see it that way. So again, I'm just using an example from a business standpoint and then with like friends and family. Yeah. You got to have patience at times when, um, you know, you might not be on the same page and sometimes you just have to take a step back and, you know, recognize that we all have shared perspectives, but we all have a unique and different perspective at the same time. Um, and trying to recognize that, and that's something that I'm working on uh, as well. Like we're all in different stages of our lives um, and recognizing, you know, where each person is kind of helps put things into perspective in terms of how I approach, you know, that relationship with someone and how I want to communicate uh, with them. And I mean, I'll use us as an example. Like, look, you have a wife and kids, you've got way more responsibilities and other priorities. Like I have to understand that I can't call you up. I mean, we, we still do talk. Don't get me wrong for anyone listening, but I have to respect your time with your, your family, um, and make sure that I'm not cutting into, you know, your, your personal time. Like that I have to have patience. Like I am not priority number one, uh, in, in your life, because again, you've got uh, a wife and kids. Um, so that, that's just another example that kind of, I've been kind of adjusting to. Um, but that I, I think we I, both I've respect noticed, each other. I've noticed by the way, and I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. You've been very, you've been very patient with, I would say that's a good example. I mean, you've been very patient and flexible, uh, with our like just our communication and understanding that and like uh, you you've adapted very quickly because that when we first got it together and you weren't used to you know you didn't have a business partner that you, you had that had two kids mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> you know yeah. wasn't something you were used to right so you've had to adjust I, I appreciate that but it's it's it a two way sh- it's a two way street because you're doing the same for me like I've got a pretty strict uh, fitness and workout routine. So you flexed your time as well. So it's not like it's, Oh, Cole and, and his family. Like I have to plan around his schedule. Like it, it's definitely, we're meeting each other in the middle. Way. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to add to, um, to that point you said, the point about, you know, when you're talking about patience, about like work, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, business, I think, you know, where my head goes with that, and just to add, you know, and maybe you can you uh, this might you know flow into a different conversation later. But you know, my head goes with that is like knowing again where we've talked about being aggressive, like knowing when to put your foot on the gas, mm-hmm. and knowing when you can't force something, right? Right. And I think that's where patience uh, comes into play and in practicing patience. And I think that's such a it again, it's so subjective and it's such a hard thing to do, and it's such a it's kind of like a feel it out mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or like. The, the more experience you get in business, whether it's starting a business, whether it's working for a company, whether it's just your job or switching jobs, the more time you get out in the business world, um, the more you're going to get opportunities to be patient 
or be forced to be patient. Mm -hmm. And what's tricky is as you, as you get more experience and this is where I think business leaders that take off and go off the moon, like, like to Elon Musk and and, and Jeff Bezos and, and those kind of like, I mean, and you can name millions and millions or billions of other successful watch, you know, business people. I'm just, those are the first, you know, mega ones that sure, get in mind. Sure. Um, but I think where those, those guys, those kind of people separate themselves from the pack. And this is where I'm trying to model myself after. And, and for on the business side of things is they figure out when do be, they, they almost, they almost get it down to like a, like a, a math, a math problem, a right? formula, two plus two, mm-hmm. a formula, that's what the word where they understand when they need to be patient with, with their ventures and where they can force six. And they understand it so, 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 so well that they play the long game right where they're patient with this, the short game they're not patient, and it all mixes together. But I think where this fine line is, and, and hopefully this makes sense, is that because you're, you know, as, as, we, as we're in business, and we're, we're working different jobs, and we're being told no, or we're getting things dragged out, a lot of us as human beings tend to shy away from like, riding that fine line we just turn to patience all the time we say we're always going to be patient with everything right this is going to take a long time we'll let it take a long time this is going to take this and we stop looking at like the opportunities when we should be patient and when we shouldn't be patient and we kind of just push everything off and i think that's like really critical um for business is to understand like what projects and what opportunities you should take to be patient and then what other opportunities you should take to like to not. I know we're speaking just about patience, but I think we get those opportunities every single day and uh, and we you know taking advantage of them is critical. So hopefully I didn't ramble on. Hopefully that that made a little bit of sense. Yeah, no, I it, it, it did make sense. And there's definitely a few things to kind of unpack there. And I, I think we could definitely maybe save some additional time on another episode to talk more about uh, patients, but I'll just add a couple of additional thoughts and then we can probably look to wrap things up here. Cause I know you got to, uh, throw the steaks on the grill and, uh, enjoy some dinner time yeah. with the family. But in, in terms of like the, the two business, uh, moguls that you threw out there, like, yeah, I, I think they definitely know when to push things and then when to kind of take a step back. But at the same time, I think they hire, really important people that are closest to the problem and they kind of delegate and let them handle things. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where my head goes. Um, when you talk about just patience with, you know, those big CEOs or, or leaders of a company, yes, they have patience, but they also have, you know, really smart people that are working closest to these big problems and they put their trust in them to help solve these issues. Um, so they're patient with those people that they're working with, but they, again, put all of their trust in those people to kind of help them, um, achieve. achieve yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So I wanted to add that. And then there was something else that I wanted to add and it's slipping my mind, but it must not be that important. Just, just noodle on it. Yeah. I'll have to noodle on it. Noodle. No, I think, I, I think, uh, I think you make a good point. I, I think, you know, what I was kind of referring to is when they start setting themselves apart was that that time in their careers before they really took off. 
is they understood they understood where to be patient and where to to push the push the envelope a little bit. I think that's that's kind of what I meant by that. Because I think you're right. I think they now where with those guys like that are they've got. I mean, they don't really probably have to be that patient because they've got the resources and manpower to put put people in the right places to do things quicker. Right. Yeah. I I mean, there's a lot of different avenues to take this conversation. I think it requires a, a a separate uh, episode to, to maybe dive a little bit deeper. Um, So I say we, we parking lot that that's what we say at Kroger and we come back to it. Let's, let's noodle on it and parking lot it. Amen to that, man. Well, Hey, well, I think, I think we're ready to rock. I mean, I'm, I think, uh, I'm ready to go because I want to go get, grill some steaks. <laughs> you look, you look tired. You look hungry. You got a concussion. Yeah, I, I say uh, we let Cole go here. But one last time, I want to, well, one shout out to Cole for joining us while he's on vacation. Um, I hope that concussion gets better asap. You get rid of the concussion. But I also wanted to, again, plug Lanta Creative where you can get some awesome signs and photos made. And if you go to lantacreative.com and use the promo code LANTA20EXCHANGES, you'll get 20% off your first order. How awesome is that, Cole? Are you going to go order so, something? Uh, yeah, I'm going right now. <laughs> he's, on, he's on his way to lantacreative.com. Well, anyways, thank you all for tuning in to tonight's episode. We really appreciate you guys following us on our journey. We will continue to evolve and get better. We've got a great backlog of guests coming on soon. I know the past couple have just been Cole and I, which we enjoy just the the time with uh, each other talking back and forth, but we do want to bring on some other experts and leaders. So stay tuned for some great guests And uh, everyone have a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you guys next time. See ya. See ya.